that podcast, WRGK.com. And if you can stomach any more of us, then uh, we'll be on until about 10 a.m. this morning. We will be passing out $1,000 every single hour on the program. We also have some Manson and Zombie tickets and some Honor Fighting Championship tickets. And uh, that's taking place Saturday night, Chaparral's Event Center in Akron. We'll get you guys hooked up with those as well. Joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, what's going on with you? Uh, What's going on with me? What's going on with the tall guy? Nothing really. I don't feel like anything too exciting. I am excited for today. I kind of feel fired up. I feel, I don't know, feel well-rested, feel like I'm ready to go, feel like we're going to, you know, broadcast in front of us. I am too. I had a great night's sleep last night, actually. And Well, I I want to tell you about my great night's sleep and my my nights of sleep recently. Would you pick up an endorsement? So this is the mattress I got. The mattress company, come buy one. Of course, dude, did I pick up an endorsement? Stop it. Stop. What are you talking about? Stop it. Okay, just well, I'm curious. Uh, so uh, I am... Wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. I right? am a a terrible snorer. I mean, like an awful, like... Have you always been a snorer? Uh, for a long time. I, I, I believe so. Okay. And I mean, it's hard. I'm it's, asking because, dude, there's been a little weight gain with you. So I wonder if, 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 if that's what it was. It's, it's been one of those things that it's, it's hard to tell because you're the one who's sleeping. Right. Um, but I'm a chronic snorer and like have been for a long time. So 10 years plus. I mean, so in my entire adult life, yes, I've been a snorer. My parents are really bad. My brother's really bad. Oh, like, okay. So w- it's one of those. Okay. I, I, I don't know if it's hereditary or if it's a learned behavior, but like it came to a point where my girlfriend is like, dude, we got to do something. Like we got to figure something out here. She's like, it's, it's, it's getting worse. Like it's, you know, what it, if you have sleep apnea, it's, it, and well, that's one of the things that she talked about. She was like, cause sometimes you'll snore yourself so loud. You'll like, almost like sound like you're choking yourself. Or yeah. it's like, <clears throat> well, that she, is sleep. And, and, and I mean, I don't do it frequently. She said, but she's like, you do it. So it's like, you've got to figure something out here. You know, like what, they, you know what they say? That is, that's like, it's, it's your heart stopping temporarily. Um, so, so what, you know, so what I kind of like did some internet research on it and I was like, all right, what, what can I do here to, to, you know, alleviate this symptom? Oh, dude, you're going to get like the, you're going to get the pilot mask. Nope. Not getting the pilot mask. What I got is I got these like silicone nose, Strips. not, strips you put it up your nose like it goes up into your nose and like imagine that all the products out there Fantone <laughs> finds the one that goes actually uh, that goes in the nose let's get it back on the rails um but and and honestly there was a little bit of me that's like i wonder if that has something to do with it like i mean chronically abusing your sinuses for a decade of your life you know what i mean like did that didn't help you did, did that have something to do with it like didn't help you. i think smoking probably had something to do with it so it's just like i wonder you know all those uh, negative health decisions like yeah. all those things i think way into it so what it is is you shove this like it it, i I don't know what the best way to describe them they're almost like remember like um a mechanical pencils they had those like holders like they had the jeez yeah so like it's almost like those reference but like almost like those where you chopped it in half and like it leaves your nose open and there's a little thing that connects them so you can pull them out um but i've been sleeping with those and at first it's like god dude you're never comfortable you're never going to be able to sleep with those and that's what i thought at first so i started like putting them in my nose during the day just so my body could kind of get used to it and at this point dude what a difference, man! Really, I, I, it's called. Hold on, I want to pull it up because I want to make sure I get the name right. Um, but it has made, I mean, just a huge difference in my sleep. Even my girlfriend is like, dude, uh, life is better right now. Oh well, good. Yeah, it's called the uh, the Snore Care. Snore Care. Uh, got it off Amazon. Uh, Twenty bucks, well spent, right there. A, a a a free endorsement on on this one. Wow. Yeah, the Snore Care. So, and I know there's dudes out there in the same situation. Oh God. I, I mean, even like, I mean, and I don't think even exclusively to dudes. I mean, there's people out there who just snore, and it, this has made my girlfriend's like, it's not. She's like, it's not done. She's like, it's not a hundred percent better. She's like, but it's a significant and real difference where I 
don't wake up anymore. And that's, you know. I once dated a woman who loved the fact that I snored. And she was like, no, she's like, I like it. She's like, you know what I mean? She's like, when I'm there and I'm holding on to you and you're snoring, she's like, it helps me go to sleep, actually. Just like a, like a, she liked it. One of those sleep sound machines or whatever. Now, I'm, I mean, like I said, like a bear in the woods, I guess. it, It wasn't for me. It wasn't one of those, like, like it wasn't that. It was a, yeah. Like one of those, like one of the, like where you're really getting into my it. My brother's one of those, dude. Like my brother can wake you up from down the hallway. I mean, it's bad. I, uh, like I said, my whole family's that way. And like my, my nephews and niece, they'll make fun of my brother about it. And I can remember being a kid and like my parents, I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with you two? And now here, you know, 30 years later, I'm like, oh my God. Just Both snort. of your parents? Both of them, dude. And that's the thing they always kind of joked about. They're like, at this point, it's, you know, without, without your dad being here, I you wouldn't be able like to go a, to sleep. You guys are like a bad SNL skit. <laughs> just song just, logs in there. The whole Fantone family, all of a seven feet tall so the cone heads, our asses off. it's like the snore heads over there yeah so i um you know i've tried nose strips before and really? and, and i never felt like those worked these are just the same concept as nose strips but since they're up in your nose and like pushing it out i think they're much more effective that sounds wildly uncomfortable a little bit i mean it's not i mean if you've ever been in the hospital and you had something in your nose before it's not as bad as that so like it's not. Great. I don't know that I've never had that. It's not great, but at the same time, it's not like at this point. My, I think I've come accustomed to it. Not you know, I'll, I'll be moving forward with it. So well, snore I mean, care. I mean, if it's helping you sleep, and like I said, dude, I, I like dude, when you're choking like that. I mean, dude, that's your heart stopping. More than anything, it's help. It's my girlfriend is who I really felt like because I. I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel more well rested now. Um, but she's who I felt awful for in this is she situation. Is, so she's a light sleeper then. Um, I mean, or she just ha- you're going to bed so much earlier. She's having a hard time getting to getting sleep. to sleep okay. when when you're sitting there, you know, snoring it out like that. Yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah, that, so, could be, that could be annoying. So, snore care got it off Amazon. Two big thumbs up from the tall guy here. I, uh, I'm a uh, dude. That's the nice thing about not having somebody live in your house. You, you don't even know, don't care. Snore. <laughs> For all I know, dude, I could be ripping paint off the walls with how hard I snore. I have no idea. I, uh, I, you know, like I said, I once dated a girl. She liked the fact that I snored a little bit. And I know my ex was like, yeah, you snore a little bit, but it's not like, you know, it's not anything crazy. My brother, though. Oh, my God. When we were in Oregon, we shared that house. Dear God. Like, from down the hallway. Like, I would have to get up sometimes and, like, go over there and, like, like help push him over. And he was so big. Like, he had gained so much weight when we were there. Like, he was hard to move around. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, I know sleep apnea is definitely one of those things that I don't know if it's three times an hour you do it. Because I, I was reading, of like, do I have sleep apnea? And I don't think I was doing it frequently enough to, like, really be, like, considered a medical case of it. But it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, God, man, I don't want to have to deal with that. Oh, no. That uh, that stuff sucks, man. Yeah, like, I don't want to get in that mask. That C- and, yeah, and then doing ugh. a sleep test like that. Well, CPAP is what they're called. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and, and 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 to sleep with that on your face every night has to suck. Like, yeah, I mean, you're gonna feel like Vader for two days, and then after that, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe this is what my life has come down the, to. The nose things suck, but that's not a mask. That's not that Bane mask on your face. Yeah, and I but and so. Is it one set of these things? So you're just, what do you do? Take them out and like wipe it down? And yeah, then... they give you four sets of them. Okay. And it, but I mean, you have to wash them. So like every morning when I wake up and go into the bathroom, I take it out, wash it in the sink, put them back in the thing right there. So, man. Yeah. That's dedication to your woman, right? Well, there, dude, and, and honestly, it's it's it, it's better sleep for me and better sleep for her. And I, you know, I felt like it was a uh, you know it was a good purchase. There, it's 20 important. Bucks. I think I remember reading like I think it was like a month ago where the average like U.S. person gets about five hours of sleep. That sounds terrible to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I mean, awful. Like I know when I get five versus when I get seven. 
Yeah, dude, I can tell. The six and eight and is I'm right sure to me. I'm sure you guys can tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, we've noticed in the past. Oh, you only got four yesterday. I can tell, you know what I mean? But no, I mean, yeah, I, I, there's a big difference. And this is one of those things that you and I not having children will always be like, man, oh. I, dude, I got to get seven hours of sleep where parents listening right now are like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> dude, that's you sons of bitches. Like, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel perfectly all right about it. I uh, I actually have a gift for you, dude. What do you got? I have a present for you, okay. but we're, uh, we, we need to give out this thousand dollars. So we'll uh, we'll find out what Fantone's gift is after you guys get hooked up at this thousand dollars right now. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword money to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to two hundred two hundred. Rock one zero six one zero six nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, online for WRQK.com. We'll get you hooked up with those Honor Fighting Championship tickets at 7.30 this morning. That event Saturday night, Chaparral's Event Center in Akron. Bunch of good MMA fights going down. We'll get you hooked up around 7.30. Dude, a bunch of MMA fights, too. I think there's 15, 15, 15, I think, on the lineup, man. That's crazy. Uh, Four professional bouts going to be a part of that event right there. I like that. I'm a big fan of the MMA there. So I I had posted this morning via social media that uh, I was upset that I had missed the pink show last night. Yeah, pink is my spirit animal. Jeez. I, uh, I uh, no, I like her. Okay, I do. I am a, I am a big pink fan. And so I just said, man, I'm kind of mad I missed the pink show last night because having seen her before, she puts on a hell of a show. She is such a good performer. And this guy was like on my post. He was like, who? And I just said, I was like, dude, are you really trying to pretend that you haven't heard of one of the biggest artists in the world? Like, come on. Seriously, that's what you're doing? Who? And so I actually say that. What? He responds, well, I have to admit, she's better than most of that manufactured pop stars, but she's still part of that world. Well, then it's like, dude, what'd you do that for? Like, do you feel better now? Right. Because you were like, who over, over, over Pink? Like seriously, like and then and then when I, when I call you out on you, you give me like this half-ass. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I guess she's all right. Me I mean, do? I guess she's pretty good. What do you want? I, I, I went from I have no idea who she is to I gotta admit she's better than most. I mean, you give in that easy? Oh yeah. Dude, the amount of times your boy's in the gym, cranking it out to... Dude, everybody's... I know what people are thinking as I'm wearing rock t-shirts in there. Like, that guy's listening to Clutch. Nope. Pink. She speaks to my inner fat girl, who I'm trying to exercise out. I did yesterday. Wow, did I push it hard yesterday. I'm super sore today. But I'm mad I missed that show last night, man. She's awesome. And I don't care. I don't care. I know it's like everybody questions you. What are you gay? What are you doing? Because you like music like that? I don't care. Yeah. Forget about all the unprotected sex I had with whores throughout the years. Right. Yes, because I like pink. I'm gay. All of a sudden. That's now, what it is. Now you're right. I like dudes. <laughs> Can't wait. Just line up dudes. It's a blow bang at Stansbury's. 626, blow bang at Sandsbury's. Mark that one down, people. Overfeeding it probably wasn't the right way to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the answer is yes, I'll miss Canton. Yeah. I will. I Thanks will. for having us, guys. I, I, will, I will absolutely. Yes, I will. I will miss every last one of you. I, uh, let's do this now. 
Hey, okay. uh, dude, I have a gift for you. Okay. I have a present for Matt Fantone. Now, I'm surprised it's not Christmas. It's not my birthday. No. It's, it's it's March 29th. I don't know what's going on here. I just did this because I knew you would want this. I was getting one for myself. It was made super easy because a friend of mine works for the company that makes them. Okay. And so I got you one. All right. All right. All right. I can't wait to see what it is. Oh, it's not my water bottle. Let's take that out no, of the bag. No, get that no, out of the bag. It's not my protein shake. No, it's, it's not that. that. I don't want that. that All right. Let me see what we got uh, in here. A, we got a blue bag, a nondescript blue a bag non, right here. Non- description. Let me see what we got in here. Oh, buddy. Look at that. Buddy. Look at that. Look at look at your buddy Stansberry coming look through. At, look at that. Now, I saw you posting this on social media yesterday. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give the description or should I? So I got him one of those Joe Thomas shirts that GV Artwork makes that says no ordinary Joe. It gives you his um his his total snap count, which is 10,000 something. Over right. There. Something absolutely ridiculous. And then right it lists there. Uh, the Pro Bowls and, and the all time or, or the all pros that he had as well on, on the shirt. GV Artwork does amazing stuff. And my friend happens to work for, for that company. So her and I had lunch yesterday. And I said, hey, bring me two of those, and I'll pay you at lunch. And so uh, so we got that taken care of. I, I, number one, first and foremost, thank you so much. I feel like I need some, uh, some, some revamped Browns gear. I feel like so much of my stuff is kind of old, a little bit crusty. So, me uh, too. That's one of the reasons I got mine, too. And I like the fact that no matter what happens, you can always wear that. Right. Um, right. At this point, it's retirement. It's history. It's, so done. it's, it's, it's Cemented. <laughs> right. We're the, good. The only thing that can come out is like Joe Thomas, some sort of a terrible person. Cody Kessler jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. No, no, no. That shirt will always work. But I feel like it's been so hard to spend money on the Browns over the past two, three years where it's like I haven't bought anything new outside of like, I bought a Browns hat last year, but outside of that, it, all my stuff's probably five years old at this point, so dude, a new Browns shirt, thank you very much, buddy. You're welcome. Thank I you. don't buy a lot of Browns gear, I'll be honest with you. I don't love the color scheme. I really don't, and I know, I've been, I've said this before, where I think Cincinnati kind of got it right with the black and orange looks. I think it's just easier to wear that. The brown is a hard sell for me. Now, when they do a lot of the gray stuff and then like that, like I buy a lot of that kind of stuff. Like I like that. But like a full blown brown t-shirt is hard for me. Yeah, especially with like a bright ass orange helmet on it. I know the reason. Plus, I was so fat for years. It just it did. It legitimately looked like a sack of turds walking around. I, I know they're redesigning this year. The redesigning jerseys. I heard about this, but what is that? I mean, dude, is it going to be oranger again, like two years ago or whatever it was? I don't know if it's a color change or I don't know if it's like a change in jerseys. But at the end of the day, I mean, like the Indians definitely have a better color scheme in the sense of. The blue and red just look sharper. It does. And you throw white in there, you get the America feel. Right. You right. get all that. Um, and I, I think the Cavaliers probably have the coolest looking gear out of all of them, just because it's number one NBA and like fashion's much more important well, to them. That and it's the most recently revamped, so it looks very now. Right, where the wine and gold looks cool. They yeah. throw a little bit of blue in there. They've even got the orange and blue retro colors that I look love cool. Those. That's where, my favorite color scheme ever. The Browns, I'm sorry, number one. You got a bunk logo. Like, the helmet, I mean, I know it's supposed to be like, well, it's just about football. It's not about a, a dolphin. It's not about a, you know, but it's not about selling stuff either. You know what I mean? Like, if if, if you want, like, where... Well, they do well with merchandise sales, though. Where so many other teams have stuff that's so much like, like, you look at Seahawks gear, and it's like, damn, dude, I could totally wear that. For me, it's always going to be about the Raiders. Right? Raiders, I think, silver and black, dude, sure. Silver and black are great colors. Sure. I think they got a great logo. I, I think, honestly, here's one of the things I love about the Raiders logo is I don't even think you could get that logo approved today because it looks aggressive. Yeah, it's got the knife in the mouth or something? Yeah, or is it got well, that's the Bucks. <laughs> oh, that's the Bucks right there. But the Raiders, and well, you can make that argument too with the Bucks, that, that oh my God, it's aggressive. He's got a weapon in his mouth. 
You know what I mean? There's something about that. Where I've always been curious about this too. Like there are towns where all of their teams have the same color scheme. Like look at right. Pittsburgh. Now right. I know they don't have um, what they don't have the basketball. Yeah, but they got hockey. Yeah, but they got hockey, pirates, and the football team. They're all the same color scheme. Smart. And it's kind of cool, right? Really cool. Because no matter what you have, it works. Right. You can wear a Penguins jersey to a Steelers yeah. game, and it'll still be fine. And don't get me wrong, you wear a Browns jersey. I mean, to a their women game, have but... hair in the armpits, but they did get this right. Like they nailed that. There's plenty of beautiful women in Pittsburgh. Oh, That's, yeah, we, we just hate them. We just hate them because the they are awesome. city. It's the same way with same when city. I lived in Michigan, dude. Everyone's like, dude, you're from Ohio. You suck. And I'm like, nothing's different. It's Nothing. all the exact same. Nothing's different. Same place. All of them. They're all in the same place. Um, That's why we talked about this the other day. It's why we hate one another. It's because we compete in sports and we're the same exact cities. Shout out to GV Artwork, man. Yeah, they do good stuff, man. Yeah, they really do. They're on that. In a world of way too many t-shirt companies, they're they're one of the ones that are a step above. Well, made it. Yeah. Like, made it. And that's, I mean, you can tell, like, and that's how you can tell they have good designers working for them and good ideas because everybody's selling t-shirts now, but they always seem to have the idea that people want to knock. And I think it was just, what, two years ago. Remember, we had that guy on the air from GV. Oh, yeah. Because Adidas stole one of of their logos. And again, dude, when one of the big boys comes biting after your products, that's how you know. Doing something right. You're doing something absolutely right. Absolutely. So another member of the media had to apologize the other day, and I I believe actually just as recently as yesterday, maybe it was even this morning, and I think it's a ridiculous reason, and I think it's about time we all admit that we have got to come off this fake morality we pretend to have just a little bit. I'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Pass out those Honor Fighting Championship tickets 7.30. Also, get you hooked up with that $1,000 coming up at 7.10. Be nice heading into your weekend with an extra 1000 bucks in your pocket. Yeah, dude, you win tickets and you win 1000 bucks, man. It's a good weekend for you. Dude, I'll tell you what you can do if you win the 1000 bucks today. What's that? Is call off work tomorrow. That way you can stay up tonight because opening day for the Tribe, 10-10 first pitch out in Seattle. Like, I want to be excited about... You know, opening day baseball, and I am, but the, I I'm not. I can't stay up till ten ten. I just can't do it. Yeah. Dude, not for a ten ten start. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a ten ten start. Won't be over till one in the no, morning, dude. Can't do it. Can't do it. You guys would hate how tomorrow went <laughs> if I did that. But uh, it is it is good to have the feeling of baseball back because you know here comes the sun, here comes the warmth. Oh yeah, you know oh, what I mean. It, it, it's inevitable at this point. Even when I came outside to get in the car this morning, there was a little bit of me that was like, dude. It's kind of like rainy and like warm out here. Kind of is like yeah. spring. Um, I, uh, I I I am excited, man. I am excited for the Indians this year. I feel like you know the past two seasons have definitely reawoken the you know the 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 love of baseball. So I'm excited to get back into it. I uh, I would imagine I will handle this season like I have the last few, which is I'll be pumped games one through fifty, and then I'll be pumped. For like the last leg, you get me into the middle of the baseball season, and I can get a little like distracted by it. Certainly, I mean, I'll get or dist- from it. I should say, I'll, I'll get distracted from it. You know, it's baseball. Like, dude, at the end of the day, if you're gonna watch a game, it's you're gonna be distracted. Like, it's it, it, it's a slow game. There's no doubt about it. Um, but fingers crossed. You know, they've 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 accomplished big things in the last two seasons. So hopefully, they've got enough on their momentum on their side there. 
Before the break, we were talking about this Joe Thomas shirt that GV Artwork put out, and uh, people have been asking me, well, where can I see it? Well, actually, I have posted it for you, facebook.com slash Stansberry Show. You can see it there, or my Instagram, which is dan.stansberry, by the way. Uh, get that at Instagram, So something happened the other day with a television personality, and I understand why she apologized, because you just kind of have to. Things happen. It's like, all right, I need to say I'm sorry about this. And I understand that. Okay. But I do think it might be time for us to give up this, <gasps> we're so shocked that this has happened. Okay, I think it's time the pearls for to, there. I think it's time for us to come off of that a little bit. And the Today Show anchor, Savannah Guthrie, apparently had a live mic situation happen the other day where she had, I guess she had swore on live television, didn't realize she did it. She had used the, the I guess she could be heard saying, OS, sorry. And it, it, look at that. Look how I have to say that to you. As your adults, look at how I just had to say that to you. Does yeah. that sound how adults have conversations? Because it doesn't sound the way adults have conversations to me. I can't believe the FCC hasn't come off of like, that come word. On. I, I really can't. Like that's one of those words where it's like, ah, it's pretty commonplace at this point. And what I would say is if this broadcast needs to apologize to you for anything, it's the fact that you heard something that was not designed to be broadcast. That they had l- fell down on their job that way. But to, to pretend that we're so shocked, which, by the way, mistakes happen every day at people's yeah, jobs, so whatever. But th- to per- this pretend that we're so shocked, A, first of all, or B, that it was this so offensive thing that has happened, when in reality, what happens when you get caught off in traffic, have to slam on your brakes on the freeway? You say this word when your kids are in the car. Exact same thing. Yeah. So what is so pretending that 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 that's, there should be this wildly different standard? Now I'm not saying let's just abolish it. Then on every morning on the Today Show, just let them rip it off. I don't. This is what I'm saying. I don't think the Today Show would do that. No, I think I think like you're going to appropriately use cursing where the Today Show could say damn, but they don't. You know what I mean? Where right. like they, they they could say other things, but you you have your own standard of your own broadcast. Now are you and I going to use it? Of course, a we little are. bit more. Of, co- of, of course, well, we are. a little bit. I mean, not more at all. You're not allowed to say it. Um, I have to the, say the S word. The only like at at the end of the day should anybody be like shocked that a news anchor is using that no the one thing i will say from the perspective of a broadcaster is that Samantha or Savannah Guthrie, you know you have a microphone on you, and when you're on set, there is a little bit of responsibility there. Where yes. it's like you, Fair. you do not, you you can't say things that are FCC, you know, non-compliant. That right. is, that's okay. That is a fair knock. And like I said, if they're guilty of anything, it's the fact that something was broadcast that should not have been. Right. And I understand why she apologized because we're still in this place where you need to. But that's my point, is that why does she need to apologize? You know why that has to happen? Because we pretend that we're better than the people who do this stuff when it happens. And what it is, is we get off on having the power to make people have to cowtail to us. We get off on that. And we love the fact now that we can reach these people's bosses and we can reach these people directly via our phones and that we love we get off on abusing this thing. Watch. We're going to make her life hell for two days over that. You just watch. And we love it. I am surprised that this got 
out on air because it did, right? I mean, like if you were watching at home, she could be heard saying it is what is what I'm told. I mean, they got to be on what a multiple delay, right? I would think so. I like, mean, yes, this, they have to be in yes. this studio. There are three. Uh, there are uh, there are technically three different delay units. However, two are used primarily. I have one on my side of the board. Fantona has one on his. That way, if I hear something and he didn't, I can take care of it, and vice versa. We do, there's a double check system in here. Now, not to say that things can't happen. We've come very close a couple of times. Yeah, but we got you, it. <laughs> you get it. You get in heated conversations. It's going to happen. And so, but this wasn't that. This was, but it was just a mistake. But you're right. She's mic'd up. She should know. Should. I, sh- I should not say that in this environment. That is a totally fair knock and criticism. However, I just think it's time that we as a country admit that, dude, the standard in America, why, this is what I guess really my point is, is that the standards in this country have slipped in every other avenue except for these couple of swear words on television and radio. I mean, I I would love the ability to say whatever I wanted unrestricted in here. And you can tell them (laughs) to go F themselves on a campaign trail, and yet I have to say S-word. So to pretend that this is what it is, is like it's starting to get to the point where I can no longer pretend that this is how adults act. And like, guys, this is crazy, right? Like, we're being crazy. Do you feel like, I mean, and here's the deal, is that radio airwaves different than television necessarily because if you're you're a cable station, you're different than an actual broadcast station. That is true. So, like, we've got different standards there, but do you feel like radio television, the ones that are really restricted by the FCC, because once you're on the internet, once you're on cable, once you're in other other avenues, Sirius or whatever, you don't necessarily have the same restrictions because those airwaves aren't public property. Do you feel like we should just be able to say whatever we want well here yes with an asterisk and by what i mean by that is that i understand some people's hesitation to allow that to happen because there are broadcasters out there especially in the radio business who would handle that like adolescence right i don't think you and i get any more vulgar I think you may hear a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, but I think you and I still understand that if you go too far with that, you're going to drive more people away than you than you will attract. However, this is why I'm on this so much, is because there is so much competition for entertainment minutes yeah. now, and podcasts have become a big part of it. Of course. And so the same people that seek out these podcasts because they're raw, because they don't hold back, because they say this, because they do that, are the same people, or at least portion of the group of people, that pretend to be outraged when this comes out on the Today Show. So you're essentially going to other products, driving our <laughs> driving people away from me, and then yet saying, well, we like it when they do it, but don't do it right here. And I think that that's, for a word I don't like, I think that's a little bit of an unfair thing. It's a little bit where it's like, well, that's kind of crazy. So you'll go seek this out. You'll listen to that in your car. You'll download it. You may even sometimes for a podcast pay for it, listen to it in your car with your kid. But if I happen to use the S word in here, I'm public enemy number one. I wonder if you really took a poll of the public, how many people would support like, yo, just go ahead and do what you guys want. I think I think most people would. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be some people from whatever perspective they have that it's like, no, you guys shouldn't be able to. But I would say I think 60 plus percent of people would be like, you know what? Just go in there and and talk like adults and do what you want to do. I'm not even necessarily arguing for the F word. I'm not. 
I, I now for me as a person, I'd be okay. But I'm not even necessarily going that far. Fine, let's do it in increments. I'll I'll, I'll meet you halfway. Let's let's soft step it. Sure, whatever. But like, guys, this is to pretend. I'm getting a little sidetracked here, but to pretend that this was this thing and the, these people that pretend like, oh my God, and like that she, like, she didn't murder anybody. This is a word you will use. If you have to slam on your brakes right now, this is a word that's coming out of your mouth. So to pretend that it would be this awful thing, that if it was part of your broadcast, which by the way, FX does it at night. I mean, we're already halfway there. Why are we dipping our toes in this? Let's just move forward and admit that standards have changed in this country, especially with language and the way we speak now with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Why are we held to this standard that nobody else is? Why are TV and radio paying the penance of all of this? I will. I just don't understand it. I don't understand why the, the, the audience audience and the general public not willing allow us to play in the same space of where you actually go to grab other pieces of entertainment to me it seems again for a guy who hates this word a little unfair your shot at a thousand dollars is at 710 on rock 1069 the stansberry show that guy knows how to party rock 1069 Nine. welcome back to the stansberry show i'm rock 1069 you're about to be a thousand dollars richer here momentarily we'll give you your next keyword you'll text it in You'll have some money. Yeah. Cash rules everything around you. Damn right. Give you some money. Um, here's what you should not spend it on. What is that? Apparently, there's this thing, and I thought this was a made-up story, but apparently there's this new thing people are getting high on called wasping. All right. And it's already caused some serious concerns in Summit County, so I would imagine we've seen some of it here in Stark County as well. But they say people are taking the white foam like wasp spray. Yeah. And it's being cut with meth. So like they're cutting meth down with it. And then some are spraying the actual wasp spray onto meth directly. And then others have found this way, Fantone, to do wasping where they'll take like the wasp spray and they'll spray it. And I don't know how they mean this, but they say in a manner where they can then heat it up and then crystallize it. I don't know how you would do like what you're spraying it on to where you'd be able to heat it up to be able to crystallize it, but they say then once crystallized, they then heat it back up again and then you shoot it directly into your veins. In three different cases over the last week, two men and a woman appeared to be high on this and have been arrested. Once inside Summit County Jail, they began experiencing hallucinations are part of this, and which I got to imagine is possible. The woman became flushed and agitated, and her vitals were off. Her body started to contort. It almost looked as if like what happens when you actually spray a wasp. You know how they kind of curl up? He said her body started to look like that. Wow. The woman and one of the male inmates were taken to a hospital, obviously, for some treatment. Once it's all over, they have no recollection of what happened. Now, this is how I know I'm getting old. Yeah. This right here is how I know I'm getting old. Because back in the day, you'd hear about a new way to get high, and I'd be like, man, gee, I wonder what that's all about. Try that one out. And now I hear about it, and I'm like, too far, bro. Too far. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? But, 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 like, 
maybe if this was like, like this doesn't even feel like getting high to me. This just feels like poisoning yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess there is some sort of intoxication to this. Well, on some level, that's what getting high yeah, is. Yeah, but you take my point there of like, there's 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 a fundamental difference yes. between smoking weed and being like, hey, you know. Uh, I would agree with you. There's, there's a fundamental difference between like, all right, you know, you smoked weed throughout your life and all of a sudden now you find out about dabs and you're like, you know what? Maybe that is a new way for me to get high. Where, dude, injecting... That- yeah, that's that's two steps, not a jump. Injecting wasp right into yourself, cooking it down, then recooking it, and then injecting yourself with it, dude. That's that that doesn't feel like getting high to me anymore. The only thing I think of when I hear new drug stuff like this is I want to meet the canary in the coal mine. Meaning, dude, who was the test bunny on this? Like, show me the first person who was like, you know what we should do, bro? Yeah, the ingenuity it would take to be like, all right, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to spray this wasp spray, but I have to spray it in a specific fashion. Now I'm cooking it down. Now I'm crystallizing it. And now I'm recooking it to make it interjectable. Uh, in, 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 injectable. I, 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 don't, so, I, I don't get it. This must be. Fo- so apparently it's foam. It's like this wasp foam. So I guess what they're doing is they're they're just spraying it in piles like like shaving cream I guess is what it would look like then right and then you heat that up but how are you heating that I, I don't that's really weird yeah I mean I'm trying to think of like wasp sprays and like like insect sprays I've used and I feel like it's that long stream because like it gives yeah. you that twenty foot now but I, I'm looking at a photo here and they it says foam right on the side of the can and they have they, they have a little foam like picture here so probably what they're doing is it's probably like a foam spray so you can get the entire nest you know what I'm saying yeah. it like probably fans out. But if you just spray it like right there, it probably would build up into a pile. But like, like you said, I mean, like who, who was the person who was like, all right, I'm going to move forward with this. I mean, at least when it comes to like producing cocaine, that's thousands of years old where it's like, dude, this is just, you've seen people use it, right? There's like, there's, there's a, there's a a protocol there. Not that that you should use cocaine. how, How do you get from like, all right, I see this. Now I'm going to use this to, it's just the balls of it. Like, because I was a pretty liberal drunk user. Like, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, all right, I'll try that. I mean, I just went through that in my life. Not proud of it, but it's the reality. But there were still moments in my life where I was like, no way, dude. Come on. That doesn't sound right. I I mean... I guess, like I said, there's some level of intoxication here, or why else would people be doing it? Obviously. But, like... I, 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 meth wasn't enough for you. Like meth, meth didn't cut it. Like meth is like, eh, dude, not enough. You know what? Well, I got a little mean, more in there. I, you and I say that, right? But isn't that how fentanyl became a thing? Because heroin wasn't enough. See, but at least to me, the way that fentanyl, at least the way that I kind of understood it, the way that fentanyl got incorporated is because it was cheap. It was cheaper and it was easier to like cut your stuff. Down, yeah. This doesn't necessarily feel like cutting to me. This so you can you can make more money out of your product. To me, this feels like I'm 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 well, using it personally. If they're mixing it with the methamphetamine, I wonder if what this is is you go buy a bag of meth. It only lasts so long. So you mix it with a $3 bottle of, you know, whatever, Ross spray or foam or whatever it is. And now all of a sudden that $50 bag of meth turns into a longer process. It's all of a sudden $200 bag of meth. So instead of a drug dealer cutting it, it's a user cutting it to get more use out of it. it. I 
I, and if a drug user is going to be resourceful about anything, it's like extending their high. I mean, but you couldn't just go buy that meth and huff it, or not the meth, but you couldn't go buy that wasp spray and huff it. I, it, 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 it must do something else. I was going to say, does it? it will it give me a high on its own? Like, don't find out. I, I don't know. <laughs> don't find out. Cliff writes in and says, Stansbury, what I'm guessing is, is they take the wasp spray yeah. and then you will do, like spray it on some aluminum foil and then heat it like that. Which again, yeah, I mean right. that's how they used to, you know, heat heroin back in the day. So I can't, I can't. I mean, he's probably right. But I mean, dude, if you're a parent today, I mean, look at the stuff you got to be worried about. Now I'm sure there was like a 60 minutes thing about some stupid thing teenagers were doing yeah, when there, I was in high school. There was drugs in the 80s, and then my parents did, that thought they had to worry <laughs> about, and they did, they didn't really. So the chances are your kids are not wasping, but Jesus. Uh, but the, and I, I would agree with you if this was a story coming out of like uh, Idaho, it'd be like, all right, dude, there's three idiots, and but you'll some you'll always find three idiots that are going to be willing to do something. Yes. At the end of the day, willing to say something, willing to do something. So willing I can to never listen to this show. I can yeah. never, I can never like sure. point it. But this is Summit County. You're right. This is like. Next Literally, like, like, like a mile up from where we sit right now, this is happening. So, dude, I, I, you're right, man. I thank God I'm not a parent right now. Thank God of teenagers. It's ugh. just, dude, the, the worries of all that stuff. Like, in like when I think about that, sometimes Waspy. it's like, dude, my parents were afraid of like cable TV. Right. He's gonna hear this. He's right. gonna see this. There's gonna be nudity. Oh my God, NYPD blue. That guy doesn't have his pants on. It. We saw his ass. It was like that whole thing. Where now it's like, yeah, there's fentanyl, there's, no, there's wasping, it's it's good. there's all this stuff, there's the, you know, the, there's the stove challenge, there's a, you know, prove you're America's biggest teenage idiot every day on YouTube. It's like, good lord. It's uh, honestly, and the only thing that makes me really upset about it is, is that we're so protective over everybody's feelings, I'm not allowed to laugh at any of it anymore. I have to pretend it's so serious, but like, wasping is a little serious, and I gotta tell you, guys... Dude, I don't know if you haven't tried weed lately, yeah. but it's gotten really good, good. bro. Like it's gotten Get really, it's gotten really, really good. And if you need a phone number, dude, I probably know. Stop it! it. <laughs> That's a bit far. All right. I'm not going to help you. No. no, I will not help you do that. But apparently just go into the hardware store and get some get some wall spray and you're off to the races. Here's your $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Tickets that event Saturday, Chaparral's Event Center in Akron. We'll get you hooked up here momentarily. 1 800 243 7625, the number you will need on those. So, this next story has been going on, God, for as long as I can remember now. I mean, it feels like, honestly, since, since the first radio show I was a part of, this has been going on. R. Kelly now. The subject of a uh, of a new BBC documentary. Usually R. Kelly, BBC. You're thinking different things there, but okay. The British Broadcasting Company. Thanks for going there. I didn't want to. All right. I uh, after after my mishap at six thirty this morning, I was like, eh, I don't know if I should be the guy. Leave that one out. The documentary R. Kelly: Sex, Girls, and Videotapes uh, was released. I believe this is yesterday. I have not seen this as of yet. Um, and. It's been amazing to me that R. Kelly himself has come out of this, all of these allegations for decades now, 
like unscathed. Whatever. Like I know Jay Z kind of walked away from them in that one moment. They were going to do that tour together, and they did that album, and then the tour was going to happen, and Jay was like, "Eh, maybe not." You know what I mean? He kind of jumped off that. But now, I, apparently, it's an ex-girlfriend now who says in the documentary that R. Kelly forced her and other women to have sex with him in what she describes as a sex dungeon. She also says, Phantom, that Kelly groomed an underage girl to be his sex, and this was his word, pet. She goes on to say that she had been introduced to one of the girls in the dungeon, and he had told her, R. Kelly told her, that he trained her since she was 14. She said, I saw that she had been dressed like me, that she was saying things that I would say, and her mannerisms were like mine. That's when it clicked in my head that he had been grooming me to becoming one of his sex pets, too. Jones, I guess she works on the radio, dated Kelly two years back in oh, uh, b- b- between 2011 2013, I guess. Said that R. Kelly once made her, or I'm sorry, R. Kelly once made an unidentified woman crawl on the floor towards her and then had that woman perform oral sex on Kitty Jones and then said, this is my effing pet. I trained her. She's going to teach you how to be with me. Now, the size of the balls of that, right? Like, dude, imagine taking a woman you're dating. Taking her down to this sex room where there are other women restricted on some level, making them crawl up to you and saying, this chick here is going to show you how to bang me properly. Like, dude, the size of his balls. Like, like, how do you not expect women to go running, screaming from you in the opposite direction? Because you're the Pied Piper of R&B, dude. I mean, like, at the end of the day, I'm sure there were women who were willing to put themselves in that situation. my D would have to be the length of a fire hose before I could feel that confident to be like, you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm doing. But he's lived this lifestyle. I mean, the guy's been famous for a good 30 years, right? I I mean, mean, for a good 30 years. Yeah has had success over multiple decades, obviously is a sexual degenerate, and you get into a point where you've got that much money and nobody telling you no and no consequence to your actions, and, like, where else do you think it would go? I mean, like, we've talked in the past about dudes who just bang so many chicks, you know, they come to this super sexual level where it's like, dude, no, I just can't have sex anymore. I have to do other weird stuff. David Lee Roth was one of those. And and R. Kelly certainly one of those. Now, obviously, he got into abusive territory. He got into... Pedophilia. Right, pedophilia. Those things all well over the line of what should happen, but I can't say that I'm shocked that this is this is how it all went. I guess a collaborator of his says in the documentary that R. Kelly's liking for young girls was common knowledge. He said Kelly had instructed him to find girls who looked young for after-show parties. Kelly has previously obviously denied accusations of sexual, uh, sexual and physical abuse. Now, I know this goes all the way back to 1994 because I remember like there was rumors he had married Aaliyah. Did. Did. Who was only 15 in 2008. He was acquitted on child pornography charges, remember, after he had sex with that girl. She was 14 in the video and he urinated on her. He had been acquitted. I mean, how much, how much more smoke do you need? Where's the Me Too people on this? Right? Like, where's that group on this? Where's Everybody on this, dude. I don't care what side you're on, dude. Everybody needs to be against this dude.
This woman goes on to say that R. Kelly then controls every aspect of their lives, dictating what they eat, how they dress, when they bathe, when they sleep, how they engage in sexual encounters that he then records. She told Rolling Stone that R. Kelly uh, forced her to stand up and greet Daddy every time he walked into a room. He physically abused her and forced her into uncomfortable sexual situations. I guess when the woman crawled towards her, R. Kelly looked at her and said, I trained this bitch. This is my pet. Yo. Wow. I don't understand. I mean, dude, he's the guy's still booking concerts. This guy, dude, R. Kelly has endorsements. Like, there are companies who work with R. Kelly. Doesn't that seem weird? I mean, I don't know at what point... At what point, like, it's going to take for people to say no, enough is enough with this dude. Um, because, in, in, I mean, in a lot of ways, if it didn't happen with Michael Jackson, why is it going to happen with R. Kelly? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that it's better one way or the other, but, you know. Well, society's different a little bit now. 20 years later than Michael Jackson. There was still a time when the Michael Jackson thing was going on where people were resistant to believe that, 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 not intelligent, but that, that famous, you know, um, talented people, there's no way they could be capable of that. There was still a little bit of that, which, I guys, I've always said, dude, like... Crazy. Yeah, yeah that is crazy, a that is a dude. crazy system. I mean, you do with there's David Bowie, there's there's Mick Jagger. We have a thousand dude. The, the, the guys in Led Zeppelin were famously known for dating young women. Yeah. Like this is this has well, been a thing that's been going on in the music industry forever. Yeah, monsters aren't. There's there, you, there's there's no one form they do not take. Just because somebody is a talented musician does not mean that they do not have right. terrible terrible things inside of them. Um. But R. Kelly could put out an album tomorrow, and rappers would want to be on it. People would want to be on it. I mean, people still want to listen to Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? People still want. People celebrated David Bowie when he died, even though I mean, they, 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 Steven Tyler forced a fourteen-year-old to have an abortion, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Concert for Legends. We'll play it. It's good. I mean, there's truth in that. I mean, I just dude. Once it's on video of you urinating, I do like, dude. Do you know what would happen if a video came out tomorrow of me urinating on a fourteen-year-old? I don't want to know. Dude, you would. I, I would never let's be not talk heard about from. This, dude. I would never be heard from ever <laughs> let's again. Not, let's and not even plant the seed. For the record, I'm not arguing. Like I should, I deserve it. Like no, nobody should be <laughs> no. doing. Nobody is arguing. Nobody should be doing what R. Kelly is doing. But I'm making the point that that it's like, dude. I don't like they're. This is why it's confusing. I think there are other celebrities who could get caught doing this and the careers would be, be over, over. And yet R. Kelly seems to be like this thing that's flying underneath this radar. I mean, there's teachers that do this. You know what I'm saying? I and mean, like, I don't know. He's not that good. I mean, he don't get me wrong. He's good. I think, dude, I think there are bigger musical celebrities who would be taken down by this. Okay. Yes, Kells is good, but you're right. He's not like the biggest artist on the planet. No. You're right. You're right. I think there are musical artists bigger than R. Kelly where if there was videos of them urinating on children, they'd be like, this is where we're done. If this came out about Justin Timberlake? Over. Over. You're over. saying done. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that white okay. privilege runs out on Justin. I okay. think Justin gets like, yeah, I think his career gets terminated, weirdly. But R. Kelly, it's like, eh, well, we'll see how this plays out. I don't get it. And like I said, the balls on this dude. So, like, first of all, here's the other thing I don't get, right? Like, I will date women much younger than me. It is not rare for me to go out with somebody who is 26 years old. That's not rare, okay? 
And there are times where I will see a woman in that age group and and want to like get to know her, won't hit on her out of like the respect of she's just gonna look at her friends and be like, dude, this old guy's trying to bang me. Where it's like, how do you walk up to a 14 year old and float the idea that you're gonna have sex with her and not have her look at her mom or her aunt and be like, dude, this 55 year old dude's trying to get my pants. I'm rich and famous. I mean, like, yeah, Sansbury's got a little bit of Canton fame on him, but like, other than that, you know what I mean? Like, there's a fundamental difference there of who this guy is versus who us John Q public are and like and think about it though like it's not like everyone that has a sex slave in America right now is rich and famous I mean there's you know what well, I mean fair but I but I just think there's but the rich and famous part is another reason why I think it's actually it, it could be harder like don't you know you're leaving yourself open to like if this doesn't go well if this girl doesn't go along with what I asked now I'm in the headlines I've I've battled these headlines for the past 30 years and I get away with it and I get away with it and I got a base full of bitches, what's stopping me? Right? I mean, like, what? My, my own common decency is going to be the thing that's like, my little Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder is going to be like, no, dude, you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, of course not. Do we got to get R. Kelly a little spray tan and an orange Jeez, wig, right? dude. Like, gee. I just, I can't believe that you could, like I said, he's popular. He's a massive celebrity. I didn't realize he was urinate on children popular. I had no idea. First of all, I didn't know that was a category of popular. I had no idea. But it's like, much like I was saying about a guy I love, Rob Lowe. Like, they did that, they did the roast on Comedy Central of Rob Lowe. And the amount of jokes, especially from comedians who are now like all the, the Me Too's, like, the amount of jokes that were made about Rob Lowe banging a 16-year-old in a video, and it was just like, hey, we're going to joke about this. Let's get cheeky. Hey, and it's like all of those people are now have hashtag me too in their profiles. At least Rob Lowe could be like, hey. She lied the, to I, me. She had the ID and the blah, 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 and I didn't know. Yeah, I feel this like is, there's a little bit of Rob Lowe not wanting to know the truth in that situation. This this is blatant, malicious, keeping a 14-year-old as a slave to urinate on. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great. There's literally no part of that sentence that's redeemable. Not one piece. You're shot at Honor Fighting Championship tickets right now. That event Saturday, Chaparral's Event Center, Akron. We'll send you if you're caller 25 right now at 1-800-243-7625. Turns out there's a reason why we are rehashing everything. Because it turns out it leads to massive, massive hits. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Pass out those Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie tickets at 9.30 for you this morning, but at 8.10 is when you get another shot at $1,000, courtesy of our $480,000 giveaway. It's a lot of money. That's good. Uh, should make you aware of this. There will be a scheduled day off of this program Monday morning. Okay. So if, um, if uh if you wake up and you're like, wait, I think I've heard this before. What happened? You guys get fired? No, it is a scheduled day off. We have to, uh, we are given them and we have to take them. Only can take them at certain times. Monday is one of those times where we are permitted. So we will be off here. On that. Well, well, the show will be on. But we'll, we'll be off. It will be some stuff that you have uh, maybe not heard before. Speaking of the rehashing. Yeah. It's big these days. Um, and I'm as guilty as anyone else of saying things like, Jesus, can't these people come up with an original idea? No wonder everything sucks. All you keep doing is just putting out the same stuff. And I'm as guilty as anybody else using that argument. But there's a reason why. And it's because it works. And it's the same reason why 
people will complain like, Jesus, you guys play the run hunt over and over and over again. It's because it does work. There is, we have the human being, we have a very, very low tolerance for the unfamiliar. And we give the unfamiliar less time than something you are maybe already tired of. Meaning if we can play you a song you're tired of, and you'll probably stick it out longer than you would something that you're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, and I mean, familiarity is just a huge part of, of, of liking something. Well, look at your Netflix account. Right. I'm guessing I'm not the only one who has like a show that no matter how many times I see it, I'll kind of turn it on at night, and that's what kind of runs until right. I fall asleep, even though I've seen every episode nine million times. Right. You kind of go back to what you know. It's like a security blanket. How many times do you eat the same food, the food. same restaurant, the same dude? Very it's, much it's, the same it's, thing. it's a part of life. We are creatures of habit. It's what we are. And so I've got some numbers here for you. When Will and Grace came back for NBC, it had premiered with 10 million viewers, which was considered to be a smash hit for today's television audience. A smash. Kind of fallen by the wayside, right? Don't necessarily feel like I'm hearing about that as much as I thought I was going to. I agree that it feels like like the, the, that the urgency around it has died down. I wasn't even sure, honestly, when I read that number yesterday, right. if they were still on. I don't know. Um, I'm don't a cord cutter, so I don't know. I don't know if maybe they're just done with the season, we're off, or in a break period. I don't know. But Roseanne now, the other night, pulled in eight. Million viewers, which by today's television standard is a smash. Like I said, 10 million for Will and Grace, and they were over the moon with it. Now, these are sitcom numbers we're talking about yeah. for a sitcom that's, yes. that's a smash hit. It's not Super Bowl. Right. right. I mean, right. we're talking about, yes, weekly programming. Okay. 18 million viewers, I'm told, is a, is a really, really big hit. And I think it is because you know it already. You kind of, it's like, it's like mashed potatoes, dude. It's just kind of comfort programming and there's something about it. And I do think that there is a little bit that Roseanne kind of has a delivery and a style that's kind of in your face. And even though that's not the most popular way to be right now, it is missing from the television landscape. And she fills that void. Yeah, anytime I think that you offer an alternative to what's popular, you're going to be able to at least find some sort of an audience right there. I uh, I, 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 I was going to start watching it this morning, um, but I, I was like, oh, there's two episodes, and I kind of want to watch them back to back to really get the view of sure. it. But as far as as far as everyone that I've talked to and everyone that I've you know seen online, for the most part, it's been very well received. People are like, it was good, so I, am, I can't be surprised. I am surprised. I have not seen either episode yet, so I cannot give you my opinion on the quality of it. But I am surprised knowing that she is leaning conservative in this in this adaptation of the show. And I know they were a little from what I heard, they were a little Trump heavy in the first episode and then stayed away from it in the second. Kind of like, here's who everybody is in the first one. And then in the second one, we'll just go back to being Roseanne. But I was surprised with how popular it is now to be so anti him that there were enough people saying, you know what, I don't care, it's still funny. Um, like, we have a guy who works in the building who is very, very, very anti-Donald Trump, who was like, dude, the Roseanne episodes were fantastic. 
Um, at, at the end of the day, there's millions of people on both sides of this equation. So, like, I can't necessarily... You know, you, you're right about that. And I forget that sometimes because I do believe the anti-side gets so much more press and paid attention to. I mean, there's literally millions of people on both sides. So, That's like, true. I'm not I'm not necessarily surprised. And I think there's... I know that, you know, from what we're told and from what the what the, you know dynamic of the country is it's like well you're either one or the other and that's it and that's all you can ever be i think most people are probably like you know what even if i don't necessarily support donald trump i can still watch roseanne and enjoy it i think we focus so much on the outliers in situations like this the far left and the far right where it's like dude I, 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 I think most people are probably I'm, more like me than they right than, most than a lot of people realize most people are more like me than they probably realize i think that's very like even even if you're you know hey this is who I am it's not the only thing that defines you and I think that's that's I think that really is a part of the problem here is when we focus so much on like well no you can't watch Roseanne because you voted for Hillary Clinton it's like God well, dude like it's just it's like for I was surprised I'm not surprised Roseanne found 18 million viewers in the country at all like that I'm not surprised about at all well, I have got 20 I had right I had predicted. A hit for Roseanne. I said, yeah. I was like, dude, they got you know they got Norm Macdonald in the writers' room. This is going to be a hit. I, I'm not surprised it found 18 million viewers. I am surprised about the people that I'm friends with on Facebook that I don't necessarily know, but I'm just kind of friends with, who I know are like really loony left, who were still like, yeah, I don't agree with it, but it was funny. Like it gave me a little hope because I feel like we deal with this a lot now. I saw a decent amount of it on like the news and I saw like a couple of things online where they showed scenes of it. I think a part of what it was is that it wasn't exclusively just like, yo, Trump's the best, bro. Right. Jackie had a point. You know what I'm saying? She had her opportunity. And I think when people feel like their voices are at least being heard on there, it's, it's fair. It seems like, Balanced. okay, I can be a part of this as opposed to like, and but, now the thing I want to say about this, and I've kind of like, ah, I, I, I do not have a problem with it, but so many people recently have said, well, no, I I want my entertainment just to be without politics. I don't want why are you even talking about this when it's when it's what you're against, when it's what you're for, you're like, yeah, give it to well, me. Well, yeah, I mean there are, the, the, that is that is a real that is a real problem that we are facing today with people's opinions. However, I, I'm going to excuse it away a little bit by saying this to me, Roseanne doesn't feel like, oh, I'll get the politics out of everything. It feels like okay, somebody is is able to do entertainment on the other side. Because there's so much piling on on the GOP and Trump right now that it's almost like, dude, it's nauseating. So it's not so it's not that you don't want politics in your entertainment; it's you want your politics well, in your entertainment. I think that is going to be the more truthful answer of most people. And I we've had politics in our entertainment forever. If you go back and listen to record, like even Iron Maiden, like dude, a band I love, dude, those a lot of those songs were about political things that happened throughout the history of the world. So to pretend that there was this time where like politics was not in our entertainment is a little crazy. Now, we used to go to sports to escape it. That is true. We used to be like, all right, I'll turn on the basketball game and I'll escape this. But to expect that now, even though I want it, is crazy. Now, I know athletes were always involved in movements, but during the game, during the broadcast, it was like, dude, I can stay away from this. Yeah, Howard Cosell is going to have to ask Muhammad Ali about it when they're done. But while they're fighting, it's this. But now it's like you know when there's so when there's protesting pregame and stuff like that. I understand why people want to get why why people in the NFL kind of want to move away from stuff like that. That I get. But this to me just feels like television catching up to the other side. 
because it is so posh and it is so easy now just to be like Trump's the worst. Now, any any thought of this is on ABC, a Disney owned liberal leaning station? Well, this is what I say. It flies in the face of they yanked Tim Allen off the air because they didn't want a conservative voice on there. Or do you think maybe it's possible they wanted a better conservative voice. They want a more, a more successful? I don't know. I mean, from what I'm told, that Tim Allen show did pretty well. But again, I think it averaged around 5 million viewers. Now, this was the return of Roseanne. I think you'll see the numbers probably come back down to around 7, 8 million per, per view, I would think. You're not going to continue at 18 million. But this feels to me like catching up. And again, I haven't seen the episodes yet, so I can't even give you a real opinion on the quality of it. It's just like, this is why we're rehashing stuff. Because much like sex scandals, I'm sick of them. No, you're not. Was there anything that topped it this week? Was there any? That I don't know. Okay. They didn't give me that. But I can't imagine any weekly program that's not news or sports entertainment drew any more than 18 million viewers. That is a lot of television eyeballs. That is a big old smash hit for ABC. You're shot at $1,000 next on Rock 106.9. Toby Boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. I'll pass out $1,000 here momentarily. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the news at all recently, you can tell Facebook is just being raked over the coals right now yeah. over this data breach, which... I mean, dude, pretty much they tell you when you log into this thing, like, hey, man, can we access this? Can we look at this? Why would you? Like, this is part of the thing. Now, I know you didn't read it when you said okay to it, because neither did I, right? right? But what did you think they wanted access to your microphone, to your pictures, to your contacts? Like, the pictures I understand because you want to post them to their site, right? Right. So I understand, like, let us access that part because they have to go from here to there. That I get, right? But why would you need to access the contacts on my phone? Why do you need my call history? It's because they want your information. Yeah, I mean, they'll hide behind, like, well, this way we can give you better recommendations of people you might know and blah, 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 blah. But, like, at the end of the day, you knew what was happening there. I guess I can't be I can't be surprised that, you know, or well, people shouldn't be surprised. You should not be shocked to find this out. But still, when you find evidence of it, you got to you got to you got to do something, right? Well, it's one of those things that you are you are willingly dick, sticking your head in the sand to it so you can text your friends. But then when faced with how stupid of a decision that was, yes, you then act shocked and appalled by it. That's really what it is. And I'll tell you how crazy, I'll tell you how we're all guilty of it. The other day I pulled out my phone, opened Facebook, and there was this big, huge red box telling me about the the changes. Right. I was like, X, I want to judge my friends for what they post. X, X, I don't care. And I was like so guilty of doing that. And actually, I had a girl hit me up yesterday. She's like, dude, I'm uncomfortable with with the fact that Mark Zuckerberg knows that on St. Patrick's Day, I told you I wanted you to choke me. You know what I mean? She's like, I don't know if I like knowing that. And it is. It's a little unsettling. But yet we all knew this was going to happen. But now there are companies leaving the Facebook space. Playboy says they're done. We're leaving over the social network's handling of user data, they say. They announced it on Tuesday. Cooper Hefner, obviously the son of uh, Hugh Hefner, has complained that Facebook contact guidelines and corporate policies contradict Playboy's values and that the platform, in their opinion, continues to be sexually repressive. Cooper loves climbing up on the cross. 
This guy does he loves it. Dude. I'll be honest with you. I don't pay attention to Cooper Hefner at all. He does not seem to have the panache as the, the old man. No, had. no, 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 not at all. Um, he was the one who decided that you know Playboy was no longer going to do. They nudity. were going to go the trans issue. And, they were going to do right. the non-nudity I mean, the, issue. These are these are all movements yeah. by by Cooper Hefner here, and he does at the end of the day, um, just loves being up there. People looking at him, saying like, "Oh, dude, what a what a leader! What a what a you know what a, how much foresight he has." The Justin Trudeau of porn. Loves it. So apparently after learning of the recent meddling in a free U.S. election further demonstrates another concern we have of how they handle your data, they say. With more than 25 million of which are Playboy fans making it clear to us that we must leave this platform. He wrote this on Twitter, which again, they got to love that. Following his announcement, Playboy's main Facebook page is no longer available, which sucks for me because they used to post great articles and I would see them on Facebook and I'd get the links of them. And honestly, dude, a lot of this show is prepped over stuff Playboy would put out. They're a content provider. They are no longer here. Look at these boobies. They are a content provider. That's what Playboy is, which, by the way, dude, if you're still getting off to Playboy... Like, dude, there's a whole world of better pornography out there. What are you doing looking at magazines? Isn't there something kind of wholesome about it almost? Like a glass of milk? Like a, you know, like. I get what you mean. That in today's day and age, that that could be considered wholesome. Right, right, right. No, I don't have to go to an interracial DP. I can just watch this. I can just look at a hot chick and masturbate. I guess I'm jealous of the guys who don't need to go further (laughs) up the porn ladder, Fantone. Thanks for taking out the magnifying goddamn glass. Facebook has not, uh, as of yet, as far as I know, responded. Um, on this, but the company and its CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, have come under some serious criticisms, obviously, like we're talking about, over uh, Cambridge Analytica. That's the data firm with who they say have loose ties to the president and his election campaign reportedly accessed the information from about 50 million of us without our knowledge. And again, this is this thing. All these apps ask for all this information and we just hit yes. To say without our knowledge is a little misleading. Well, if Facebook presents it as like we will, we will have this information, but we will not sell it. I then think that's that's, that's, that's where the, okay. that's where the problem is. Is the third party gets involved here? It's no longer you're just giving this information to Facebook. It's when they sold it to that third party. That's 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 a fair statement. That's that is a fair thing. I. This is one of those things where it's like, is Facebook about to face the thing like is this pride cometh before the fall like are they not prepared for what could possibly happen or is my story of here's our update shut up i don't care i want to judge my friends is that the more likely thing i think they're kind of both true um i think this is going to be a long death but it's going i i feel like at this point we're starting to hear the you know the last gasps of like life for, from, from Facebook because at the end of the day young people do not care about Facebook they don't like young people uh, like like the students I mentor at Project Rebuild they have Facebook because it's like yeah we've always had Facebook but they don't use it like right, we do so true or false because you deal with more young people on a regular basis than I do I have about five or six different um, forms of social media and apps on my phone right. okay my guess is I have one that I check first, and I have one that I check last. Right. My guess is their first is not Facebook, and their last is Facebook. Reversed, probably order right there. Where okay. they go, where the first thing they go to is Snapchat, Snapchat. Then they're going to Instagram. Then they're going to Twitter, and then maybe at the end they're going to Facebook. And that's probably the exact opposite order. I feel like most, like I don't want to say adults, but I mean most, like most, most, you know, twenty-five plus don't even have the last two or three of them. Hmm. You know what I mean? There was a new one that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, 
Vero. They've always got stuff they're telling me about. Like, yo, yo, you on this? And I'm like, no, I'm not on that. No, I'm 35 years old, bro. I don't, I, I'm not doing that. It, I got on Vero, and it like it comes off like 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 somebody mixed Twitter and Instagram. That's the way it comes off. I mean, there's you know, I mean, but nobody's on it. Like nobody's on it. Um, no, right? We're not on it. Celebrities probably are going to make that jump before us, but young people are the trailblazers. They're the ones who are going to be like, dude, no, we're trying this new thing. And, you know, here we are just standing here all old with our Facebook. And uh, it's just it's going to be a long death, but I think it's coming. And it's at least somewhat if if not the main if not the main like you know instigator of this, this is at least somewhat of a catalyst of why people are going to start to move away from this stuff. I gotta wonder if stuff like this will end up leading us all away from it. Like, is there any possibility that at some point we're watching I Love the Whatevers, right. the whatever decade, and you get the comedian of the day who looks into the camera and says, Can you believe these idiots? They once upon a time took a machine out of their pocket and wrote down everything they thought in real time and then were shocked everybody argued. Nah, the medium's just gonna change. I don't I don't think it's us moving away from it. I just think the medium changes. Well, that's sad. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's something's it's, gonna take its, its place. I mean, because I really, I mean, I'm as guilty of using it as anybody else. And honestly, it's a part of it is because I have to. But if th- I, that is, but if I'm gonna be honest with you, and I always try to be, that that is a total cop out. That if I really wanted to be serious about it, I could survive having this radio show without being on Twitter, without being on Instagram, without being on Snapchat and Facebook and all this stuff. I could. The show would live on and it would be, yeah, be just it would the show would live on and it would be just fine. I hide behind that total cop out. But there is like and I've talked about this before, that everybody dreams about what they do when that lottery ticket comes in and you get all the numbers right there in a row and you get paid right. out. Dude, Facebook is one of the first things where it's like See you later, bitch. You're done. Like, it's just something where it's like, well, if that's how I feel, then why am I not doing it? Then why am I not doing that? Over what? Over over the pretending that, that it really helps my business that much more? Now, it does, but I don't know. But honestly, I don't even know how much. Like, it's not like I have a breakdown of like, well, this is what led to this. Now, it will help some of my digital numbers, some of the downloading, some of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It's a powerful platform for that. But what is the offset? What is happening to me because of it and because of my addiction to it? I think you're probably more right, though, Fantone. I think this is going to, I think Facebook will be the victim of this and it, people will just shift to another version and yet we'll pretend like, oh, well, they probably have better business practices than oh, yeah. Facebook had, yeah, sure. which, is, which is crazy. They, of course, do not. The Denver School District is going to do something, and I think this is going to shake a bunch of things up. We'll get into that after getting you guys hooked up with this $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Rock. 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. 910 will get you hooked up with a thousand dollars. And then 930 this morning we'll send you to see Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie out at Blossom. That show July 17th. We'll get you into that. It is opening day for Major League Baseball. Your tribe is in action tonight, but out in Seattle, first pitch 10-10, so it's a late one. Sheesh. Yeah, I uh I won't be awake at 10:10. So it's like I couldn't even see the start of the game, let alone to to, to stay up to watch it be completed. It's late. That's a late one for me. But it feels good to have baseball back. 
Um, I know I've said multiple times, so I'm not going to walk it back now, that it's probably my least favorite out of the big three sports. I'm probably NFL, NBA, then baseball. But there's nothing better than a day baseball game. Now, I know they're playing 10-10 tonight, but if you go to the ballpark, day game, beer in hand, dog, brat, whatever the hell it is, they got like a million restaurants out there now. I know Cleveland Pickle now in there. That place, if you've never had it, it's really good. There's nothing quite like that feeling. And like I, I as a golfer, I love baseball season because warm weather's coming. It'll be interesting to see this year with the Indians where it was like two years ago when they made the super or where they made the World Series run. The season leading up to that, they were doing pretty piss poor when it came to in in, in, in game attendance. Right. Now last season after the the World Series run, they started hot. They, right. Yep. They had a significant climb there, but getting bounced out in the first round of the playoffs, I wonder what that will do. And I mean, obviously, opening day is sold out, um, but I wonder what that will do to Indians' expectations and attendance rates throughout the year. Will be interesting to see that. All right, this next story. So this hit the news last week. And I wanted to let it sit with me a little bit. And because at first I was like, what? We're raising a bunch of sissies at first. But I was like, nah, dude, let it sit with you. As you're always telling people, don't go to Facebook with their first opinion. Why the hell are you going to press on on a microphone and, and give out your first opinion to an entire city? Like, think about this for a minute. So starting this next year, for those of you that haven't heard about this yet, out in Colorado, in Denver, the school district is going to be moving to a four-day school week. You will no longer go to school Monday through Friday. Now, what will happen, Fantone, is students then will go to classes between Tuesday and Friday. So they say then also, rather than extending the school year to meet the requirements for instruction time, What they're going to do is make the school day longer, but the week then shorter. So for elementary and full day kindergarten schools, you will begin at 750 and then you will end your day at 330. And then the middle and high schools will start at 830 a.m. and end at 432 p.m. I don't know what the extra two minutes are for. That part's a little weird, but 830 to 430 essentially now. The first cause of concern I can hear coming from people who have kids is, what am I supposed to do on Monday? I can't go to work if my kids don't have school. So to address that, the district is going to offer child care from 6 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening on Mondays, and it will cost you $30 per kid. You can't beat that. $30 for 12 hours worth of daycare? 30, 30 bucks? I was going to say, what? what's the 15-year-old down the block going to cost you for Friday night at the movies? I mean, do you, what are we talking about? Five bucks an hour? Ten bucks an hour? Somewhere I, in between there. I bet it's closer to ten for babysitting money now. So, I mean, yeah. And I mean, dude, if, if you take your kid to daycare and you could get it for 30 bucks a day, man, I'm, their parents are driving their kids right now who are like, God, I got to go to Denver. They say part of this is that the district's having a hard time recruiting qualified teachers. And so one of the things they want to do is offer an abstract, like like an out-of-the-box type thinking of going, okay. well, you know, hey, come here. You, you know what I mean? Four days come week, here, right? you got the four days. Now, it's obviously going to be a change. But if you're going to make the school day longer, so they're still in time, they're still in school for the, for the right amount of time, we're going to meet the state requirement of instruction time. 
So there goes away my first thing of, well, you know, are we lowering the standards? Look, we're already probably one of the least educated countries in the world in math and science and all this stuff, but we're still going to get, get the instruction time. And, 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 and we're, we're the least educated, you know, in math and science and all that stuff based on the system we've been using. So now all of a sudden we're changing the system. I can't be like, no, no, we're already in last place. It's a fair point. I mean, that, that, that's a fair point. So I think I like this. And I know as a student, I would have loved it. Now, if you were to ask me, I don't know why, I would rather have Friday than Monday. I don't know why that is. Because as a kid, kid, you're not Sunday fun day in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Friday feels like, all right, it's a party. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're giving me four days, I don't know if I'm going to complain one way or the other, whether it's Tuesday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. I would agree. And I think if this gets floated and gets done in schools... Get ready for this to sweep the American workplace because that's going to be that's going to be the compromise we're going to make is we're going to go. OK, well, then you're right. Absolutely. So your kids are going to have to stay home here. This is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to do this. Now, I don't know if your job will then always line up with your school district and the day they pick or what they're what they're going to do there. But I think get ready for the conversation of is five days of work straight the right thing for the mentality. There'll be all kinds of BuzzFeed studies in like a year. Well, I mean, I I think at the end of the day, there's benefit for the employer in the sense of, I think you're going to have a more satisfied worker on your hands for the most part with a four day employee. I think you're going to be able to get more production out of your plant or whatever it is there, because you're going to be able to rotate people in and out as opposed to, you know, well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think businesses are going to shut down for a day. I think what they'll do is hire more people. You'll work less amount of hours and, ultimately it probably screws us in the end because they won't have to pay insurance you 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 are working the monday through thursday shift you're working the tuesday through friday shift you're working this so i think i think that that's good and i think really what it boils down to is like at the end of the day would the would the ultimate reward would the ultimate carrot be more money yeah but we're probably not going to get that so giving us more time is that middle ground i remember saying i remember saying during the fight for the 15 hour thing what did i say i said america and my company did this this was in my this was part of my last contract was instead of more money they gave me more time away from the office which is why we're not going to be here on monday they did this and so that's why and i remember saying like this is going to be the model i mean think about you know it was a study i think we probably did under two months ago where they talked about the thing that will make you happiest is buying your time back not buying stuff it's buying your time back instead of you mowing the lawn you pay somebody to mow the lawn therefore you can do what you want to do with that time i would agree I think this is this plan on a bigger scale i mean you know it just it, it, it seems to me like this would work fine. I I would be a huge proponent of this. I really don't like when my time is chosen for me. I really it's one of the reasons why I'm still single because I have a hard time compromising my time. I just really don't like having being told where to go, where to do when I don't want to do it. Logistically, it'll take some time to figure it out and iron everything out and to make it smooth because you're right. It's like, well, who's taking care of my kids that day? What if my day off isn't their day off? But the parents already have to deal with that. I mean, what happens if your kid gets sick? You have to deal with that. What happens if there's a snow day? Right. You have to deal with that. So like, I think that's kind of already a part of the equation where it's like, that's not enough pushback on me where I'm like, no, nah, we can't do this. Alex via Twitter is telling me Amazon already does this. You work four days a week. I dude, I got a buddy who's a fireman, and they do that kind of schedule oh, where yeah. it's like work three off two on two off three, and he's like, dude, it's the best. People that work in hospitals and stuff like that already very used to doing stuff of, of this nature. Here, I uh, I think honestly, and dude, you're right. 
if the district's going to offer you child care at 30 bucks a day for 12 hours that day, that is a massive bargain. And you got to think that's money, that's income coming into the school. That's probably a bonus for them, too, where it's like we used to get paid nothing to do this. Now, all of a sudden, we're making 30 bucks a student worth our time here. Man, if you're a teacher, do think about that. Denver, great city. Great yeah. city. If you've never been to Colorado, it is an amazing place. Denver's a great city, so you get that. You only work four days a week. Man, they're Lean right. Weed. Everyone's just getting high, just sitting there stoned on your day off. Sounds fantastic. All you got to do is go there and not bang the kid. Yeah. Like if you just, <laughs> yeah, just, just don't bang the kid. Just go there. Hopefully not get shot. Teach Beowulf and don't bang the children, and you'll have that job forever. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. You guys hang on. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. 910, you'll get hooked up with another $1,000, part of our $480,000 giveaway. Do we get any of that? No. 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 Not even bitch. Not even By the way, if you have a smart speaker in your house, just say, hey, Alexa, listen to Rock 106.9. She'll start playing this for you. Google will as well. You have one of those. That's what you have. You have Google Home, I have Google right? Home, correct. You love that thing, right? I love it, man. I'm a huge fan. I really am. I mean, I know people are going to be like, dude, it's listening to you. Well, so is my phone. So, I, yeah, I mean, so is that, Facebook. That's the thing. I am one of those people. I'm in that camp of I have this. I have all these things that are listening to me. My take is I just don't want another one. But, yes, ultimately, if that's your reason to not buy it, it's a little, it's a little convoluted because you're already being listened to. Yeah. Before the break, we were talking about how Denver are going to look to move to a four-day. They're not proposing it; they're doing it. Right. They're going to move to a four-day school week, and um, you know, people say, "Well, what about the kids who now have to be at school longer and spend a day in daycare? They don't get that day off or sleep in. Their week is worse." Well, nobody's forcing because the school district was like, "We'll take your kids for twelve hours that day for thirty bucks per kid," but nobody's forcing you to send your kid to that daycare. So, if you have a kid in high school, he's sixteen, seventeen, whatever the hell it is, and you'd be like, right. "Dude, just stay home." That's fine. Right. Your kid does not have to go to the daycare. I'm also saying I'm also being asked, what about the parents that have to work those days a week and their children are in school longer? I think kids being in school for a longer workday only helps a working parent, right? Because less time your kids at home alone in the afternoon. I mean, how many parents right now deal with the reality of, hey, I work over the weekend. I work Saturday and Sunday at the restaurant. And therefore, I have Mondays and Tuesdays off, so I don't get to see my kid anyway. You know what I mean? This yeah. this problem already exists for some parents out there. Um, I Most. Had, I had somebody reach out, and um, you, you know, if you think about it financially from the school district sense, like you're only paying lunch ladies and bus drivers and and, and the resource officer, you're only paying them for for you know, wow. you're giving you're giving them less, you know. Wow. Um, but you've also got to think about like. What happens with extracurricular activities? What happens with sports? What happens? Like, there's a, there is a lot that has to go into this decision. It can't just be like, oh, this is what we're doing. Um, but well, they're doing it. So my guess is they have addressed some of that. But I, that's you know the sports and stuff like that. It's a, in practices. That's a good point. They didn't get into that in the article I read. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, at least from looking at it from the basketball perspective, I think most games are Tuesdays and Friday nights. So it's like, well, all right, are we allowed to practice on Monday because we have a game on Tuesday? You know what I mean? Like we have to have some sort of is is there going to be the janitor there to open up the gym is the coach still gonna is only going to be on a four-day work week or is he working five days or there, there's there's questions 
I'm guessing, too, with the teachers, isn't this going to be a lot like summer where people claim they're off all summer, but they're not? Secretly, teachers are still working. Working, right. Um, I think what you're going to see is, if, especially if this goes through, and I hope that this gives some momentum of, like, we really do need to reevaluate. I hope this turns into year-round schools. I hope this turns into block scheduling. I feel like that's far more efficient than, than like, regular periods. So all these different things, I just think you have a better opportunity to, like, implement them after we send this canary down the Coal mine. My sister-in-law is an educator. She's actually now in administration. She's a provost of a private university. She's also a college professor at UNLV. And um, she is a the, one of the nation's leaders, actually, in alternative education. She routinely goes to college campuses and, and, and speaks to education programs on how to, how to teach new programs differently. And she's an expert in this field. Um, I'm always saying my brother married way up and there's proof like she married way, way, way up. And um, she is a huge proponent of year round school when she was just I don't want to say just a school teacher, but when she was a school teacher in California, she worked in the in the Los Angeles school district. And um, she they had year round school when she was first teaching in California and she loved it. And she said there are studies. She claims there are studies and I choose to believe her because I don't think she would lie to me that there are many, many studies that prove that year round school, your kid actually benefits more. You end up learning more. You retain more information and they're less antsy waiting for like the vacation time because you get longer. You get you get your breaks more often. Yeah, you still go to school 180 days out of the year, which is the same that you do now. It's just broken up differently. And at that point, you can shut the school down um, during the coldest month of the year, therefore you don't have to pay as much to heat it, and you can shut it down during the hottest month of the year, therefore you don't have to pay as much to cool it, and like those little th- right, those little things of like, alright, where does this stand, what what happens to our finances, I think has to be a part of, of, of the decision made here. So far I there are, like, this is obviously not foolproof, like I understand as I'm reading more and more responses, I'm understanding that there are, there are going to be holes in this idea, but I have yet to hear the hole that makes me go, okay, this is why you can't absolutely do this. And I think, honestly, we should be examining this. And like I said, I think your kid being in school longer per day actually helps the working parent, right? I mean, as a latchkey kid myself, less time alone in the afternoon. Now I know what the argument is. As you're saying that, then you want them off totally on Monday. Monday, right. So, yes, that 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 is a combat of, of what I'm saying right there. But... I think overall, I think most people could find a way to get on board with this, and I think your student, I think your kid would absolutely love it. Your shot at $1,000 is next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show, Kenton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you right now at WRQK.com in the Stansberry Show section is some highlights from WrestleMania number three. Where How'd I, those get up there? Where I believe, I wonder. <laughs> those get up there, baby! I wonder, I wonder how that happened. Uh, which, if I remember correctly, this is when Andre the Giant, or when uh, when the Hulkster slammed Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, the the Pontiac Silverdome, WrestleMania 3, uh, what was that, 1987, 1988 the right there? Where, was, um, was Andre and Bobby Heenan coming down, being escorted down to the ring in a mini ring? Oh, yeah, that's, that was the long one where they all came down in the mini rings. In the they mini had the, ring. they had that. that was awesome. That was uh, that was Savage versus Steamboat for the Intercontinental title I right there. I remember that, yeah. Dude, I mean, and that, I, at that point, that was the, um, the most network. that was the most attended live event, inside Pontiac, live event in history. Pontiac, it's it's Pontiac changed Silverdome. now. 
right? Uh, yeah, Pontiac Silverdome. I think there was like 95,000 people there. Uh, I think WrestleMania 32 broke that record um, of, of American indoor audiences. Yeah, so, their own record. Yeah, they're doing pretty all right. The WWE right there. WrestleMania. WrestleMania 3, 31 years ago today. 31 years old. Which, uh, which by the way, WrestleMania... We're on the road to it, baby. Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. And you know I'll be up for that one. I'll have the full review. Have it all going, baby. (laughs) We have some Manson tickets. We'll pass those out at 930. Have to give you $1,000 here momentarily. However, first pitch tonight, 10-10 for your Cleveland Indians. Uh, Officially, Major League Baseball season going to be underway. This video available for you at WRQK.com as well. We've also had it posted at Facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. Uh, Indians pitcher Trevor Bauer, I guess, wanted to make a certain amount of money this year, and they're actually paying him more money than what he wanted to make? Yeah, it, through arbitration, he was given more than what he expected. Oh. So he's decided then to give that money back, and he's going to give it away through some through some charities. And it, this is Trevor being Trevor. We have the audio from the commercial. Like I said, you can see it at WRQK.com, but let's take a listen. Baseball's been very good to me. It's afforded me the opportunity to do things I enjoy. It's climbing into some crazy sports car there. As a result of my arbitration case this year, I'm being paid more than what I wanted. Must be nice. So, because of that, I've decided to give away the difference between what I'm making this year and what I wanted to make this year as part of a campaign called 69 Days of Giving. Over the next 68 days, I will be giving away $420.69 to a charity of your choice. 420 and 69? 69 cents right there, yeah. 420.69, bro. Sounds like my screen name from middle school. Like, what are we talking about here? Wait for this line. Look at Trevor trying to get a fastball by us. I, uh, but, like, I mean, if you're the Indians, you can't love that, right? He's doing good. You know what I'm saying? He's doing something good. That's probably like a thing to be celebrated. Yeah, but isn't he also admitting to you, dude, I smoke weed in the offseason? I mean, right? That's kind of what's happening. On the 69th day, I will be giving away $69,420.69 to an institution of my choice. I'd like to involve as many people and charities as possible. So in order for this to work, I need you to fill out the contact form and tell me what charity you're passionate about. This can be yours. This can be yours. This can ah, be yours. wrong channel. For 69 easy payments of 69 ah. all of this and this can be no. yours. Thank you for taking part in this season of giving, and please tell as many people as you can about this so we can raise as much awareness for these charities as possible. Take it easy. So again, that video available for you, WRQK.com. You can see Trevor. Um, prediction? Yeah. Trolling the living crap out of you. People forget that Trevor Bauer was under some fire during the election season for having admitted that he and a bunch of his teammates were going to vote for Trump. And that... I remember the, I remember posting the story at our Facebook page, and this guy was like, well, then F them, and like got so mad about it. I'm guessing Trevor Bauer is going to get you to donate money to things that you want, and you're going to be severely annoyed by the charity he gives his money to. I think this is trolling. Um, I could be way wrong. I, 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 I mean, Trevor Bauer, you know, an outspoken person, and I, I'm fully okay with that. You know, the alt-right hander doing his thing. Um, he he spoke out recently against you know MLB came out and did one of those like hey 
baseball players. Let's make a difference. Let's, you know, the causes that you care about, okay. let's embrace those. Let's do those. And he was very much like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this my way. I, I, I'm fine with whatever you do here. You're doing something charitable. I don't care what you give it to or what the reasoning is because there's no wrong reason. You don't. Well, there's no wrong reason to do the right thing, in my opinion, and I can only go with what, what I view. But, like, why are you doing this in such a, like, a childish, moronic fashion of, like, 42069, bro? I think it's part of the trolling. 42069. I think it's part of the trolling. I, 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 I guess, but I feel like you're making yourself look like a 12 year old. I don't disagree with you. I think that there's a little bit of, like, dude, come on. Now, I don't know how old Trevor Bauer is. I'm guessing he's under 30. Um, so there's a little bit of like, uh, we look at athletes and we just go grown up because of the money they make where that's not always the case. Um, now Trevor, pretty smart. Like that's what I hear about Very, it. Super, I mean, smart. Isn't he super smart. Super smart. Like he's got a couple of degrees that from what I understand. Right. And so I, I was surprised that he went for 2069 there, but I think it's all part of the trolling and I don't know. Cause I don't know what his stance on this is, but my guess is I'm just going to give you a guess. On the 69th day, he takes that 70 grand he's posting up and he gives it to the NRA. I think that's the story of the day. Trevor is, he's an agitator. He's an outlier. He's a, a celebrity that is goes against the grain of the normal celebrity rhetoric. And I think he's trolling people to get them to donate the money. And in the end, he's going to donate his money to combat everything, to, to go against what it is you donate. All for. of it's his money. All of it's, oh, it's the, all his you money. as the audience are giving him suggestions. There oh, okay. is no donation from us, the audience. Okay. It is all his money. So everything. he's not soliciting donations. No, I still think I'm right. Four hundred, four hundred twenty dollars and sixty nine cents every day. every day. He'll donate every day, and then that's that sixty nine four twenty sixty nine. Jesus, dude. I mean, like even for like a rock radio it. boner show, like oh yeah, sixty nines and bong rips. God, dude. If I'm, I, 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 I couldn't imagine being that guy of like, you know, it's funny four twenty six. 69, bro. I um, I'm telling you. I think on the 69th day he takes that close to seventy thousand dollars and he lays it right down on the NRA to troll you. I think this is all about pulling people in just to make them angry. It's kind of who he is. He doesn't mind when he agitates people like that and makes you mad. And I think he kind of gets off on toying with people. And dude, if you go to his Twitter page, like dude, he'll routinely like he's a little Owen Benjamin ish. Like, he'll get down in the dirt and then end up saying some stuff where it's like, bro, like, dude, that might be a little far for a celebrity. Like, he's he's a little guilty of that. I think that, dude, I think this is Trevor Bauer trolling the living crap out of today's, like, we're so happy to be nice and giving society. I think he's trolling the crap out of you. A kid has been suspended in school for something he drew on a piece of paper. I have issues. I'll lay them out for you after hooking you up with this $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. ROCK 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on ROCK 106.9. We'll pass out those out Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie tickets here in a little while. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need for those. July 17th out of Blossom, that show. Be a good one. So there was a student who's been suspended in North Carolina, and um, I don't, I'm not sure I love this. Um, a middle school student. Um, he is 13 years old. James Herring, the father, claiming or saying rather that he cannot believe his son had been suspended for drawing this. And what it is is um, his son drew a a a picture. 
Um, and I guess it's a mixture between a deer hunter and a ninja turtle, but he's holding a gun. And he was suspended for two days over it. And the parents are saying, look, I just see a normal 13 year old boy. And he's like, I drew pictures like this. You know, he's like, when you're at this age, you just kind of do it. It's, it's, it's really nothing to get worked up or to get expelled from school. He also believes the principal overreacted because of all the recent news about school shootings in the, in the country. And of course that's why that happened. Yeah. Um, they say they're being extra, you know, Vigilant due to recent shooting, said Eric Bracey. That's the superintendent of uh, the district there. He said he would not discuss the, uh, you know, the specifics of the suspension, but said he, you know, punishment for the student for a variety of offenses are outlined in the student handbook. Um, you know, basically saying we're not going to get we're we're not able to tell you exactly why the suspension is happening because it probably does not fit the guidelines of said book because these probably that something like this probably wasn't a necessity when the book was written. Um, that could be a possibility, but I'm not sure we should be at the point where if a kid draws a gun on a piece of paper, we're at suspensions, especially when, if, if we're going to start talking about kids, even younger than 13, any good child therapist will tell you that, that most children will communicate through pictures or drawings more than they ever will with words. So if we get to a point where we're not going to learn what's going on with children because of the fear of what's happening, plus don't we also want our children to be honest about what they're thinking, what they're going through, what they're thinking about, and what's going on, then I think suspending them for that expression is is going to suppress a student being willing to come forward to tell you what's going on with them. Do you feel like that applies to all uh, mediums of creativity? I mean, like if I write a poem called I Want to Kill My Classmates, is it like, yo, this is just what I feel and this is the poem that I wrote? And like, I, okay, that's, th- that's a good counter to what I'm saying. I, I do think there's a massive difference between drawing a person who's out there to be hunting and having a gun in their hand versus I want to kill yeah, 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 yeah. my students. I, 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 I threw it to extremes. You're that, right. That, that's, a, that's a very big leap there because I think it's possible to draw a gun and not have the desire to hurt anybody in your classroom where though your poem is you telling me you want to hurt but here's me expressing myself and not that i want to do this because i could write a poem in a a hypothetical sense of like show you the dark sides of yeah okay that is possible i could 100 do that what i would say is is that i would much rather be aware of your poem than have you feel that way and not know about it but you would still be punished for that, right? I mean, like, if if you're expressing that dark, you know, this is the counter to what everyone talks about, and this is how I express would it, myself. Would like, it be different if you were to write the poem on social media versus you turned it in as an assignment for a creative writing class? Yeah, I think they're different. I think, um, I don't know why. And, man, I wish I had a great argument on why I think those things are different, but I do. Um, and, and, and does this apply to, well, it's a drawing, therefore it's not that big of a deal. Like, I mean, so no matter what I, you know, if I draw boobs on a, on on a piece of paper as a 13 year old in seventh grade, I'm going to get in trouble for that. Right. I would imagine you would. I don't know, but I would, I would, I, I think it's a safe guess to say that. Yes, you probably would. Now, again, I mean, is it really nudity if it's drawn though? Um, Sexual, you know, imagery versus a a gun. I mean, they're both not necessarily appropriate for children. Although we give kids water guns, and um, I don't think I'm going to give my kid like a you know a sex doll. But I um, so there's you know th- that's different. Um, I just I worry that if we start suspending kids for what they draw, 
that we're going to stop finding out things about them through what they draw. And I, like I said, any good child therapist will tell you, a small child is going to let you into their world via what they draw versus what they'll tell you every time. Yeah, I don't want to go into like extremes of like, all right, well, you know, we've got to stifle all creative expression here. Um, and I think a part of this is too, is this kid is 13. If this was a seven-year-old that was like, hey, I just drew this because like G.I. Joe's have guns and like, but at 13, you do at least know the rules there. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a little bit of that where it's like, yes, you can yeah. disagree with a rule, but you knew that rule. You broke that rule. There will be consequences. Like, I, I get where the dad's like, this rule's bunk, but your kid still broke it. Yeah, I mean, if the rule's on the books, you got to follow the rules. Like, you just do, right? Um, and and, and I, I bet I'm wrong. I know I had said maybe the rule book was written before, but it's like, come on, dude. We've had guns in schools since Columbine. I'm guessing schools have had to go back and redo their code of conduct. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, no way. On a did. yearly basis, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Every every new year, it's like, here's your new code of conduct. I would imagine, yes, that that's, that's the case. It's just, I worry about suppressing kids... Um, inclination to pick up a piece of paper and draw because of what we can find out. There should not be, in my opinion, a mandatory minimum sentence on this where it's like, oh my God, you automatically are suspended, but there has to be some sort of like, in, you know, there has to be something that the school does here. I would also say that there's a possibility that if you suspend a student for drawing something, that that could that not then put the foot on the gas pedal to to a, to an event that you are then trying to prevent from from bringing this punishment forth on this kid, you see what I'm saying by 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 removing him from the school situation, making him feel more like an outcast. Like, isn't that isn't that a potential catalyst? Yes, but are are we going to start applying that across the board where it's like, ah, we can't punish these kids because if they do, they're all of a sudden going to turn into school shooters. No, because I think, dude, there are going to be things. I mean, there's always yes, you can always go to the what. But I mean, in, but the, by that theory, we would never create laws. We would never create anything. We would never, or we would never have leeway for anything. Like, so there's always going to be the, well, here's the extreme. There's always going to be that. But I, I just, I, like I said, man, like, dude, pictures that kids draw are a pathway to their thoughts. And, if anything, I want to be aware. I want more drawing so I can be more aware of what might be going on with the kid. I mean, isn't it? You always see it in a movie of a troubled kid. He drew this, and that's what gets the, the the parents brought to the school to learn about Damien and the Omen, right? It's because he had the black crayon, and he's drawing this, and he's drawing that. I think it's just such a big part of childhood. Now, this kid being 13, you're right on that, because he, he may have known what was going on here and may have been looking to push the envelope. 13-year-olds can do that for sure. I was looking to push the envelope constantly when I was 13. So you can't make the argument to me that, that, that the kid had no idea what he was doing. Maybe he did. But, I, and again, I, but I just worry about suppressing stuff like that and making kids afraid of doing things like that because of what we can learn before a major tragedy could happen. We'll pass out those Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie tickets. That show's July 17th. You'll get hooked up next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for EWRQK.com. We'll pass out those Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie tickets here momentarily before we end the program. Dude, this rain's kind of got me bummed out. I mean, there's nothing worse for a golfer than when the temperature is all right for you to go play. But, 
like then rains there, so you can't. Ugh, it's just so frustrating. It's supposed to be the rest of the day. I don't know. Um, a good portion of it to where it'll be a little too sloppy. I'll probably get out there tomorrow, but probably not so much today. Actually, I have a lot of work stuff to do today anyway. I probably shouldn't go out and play around. I should probably do some of that. I'm taking a rest day from the gym, though, dude. I am super sore. Dries up tomorrow. Sunday dried up. Monday dried up, too. So that's really good news for you, right? Yeah, we're off on Monday, so I, sw- I guess it's supposed to be like 50 and sunny, so yeah. I'll definitely be at the golf course on Monday. For sure. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Looking ahead at tomorrow's program, we'll obviously have Munch on, Munch on Sports, 7 o'clock. And then we'll talk to Jeremy from Honor Fighting Championships. He'll stop by the studio around 9 a.m. That event then on Saturday at Sheffield's Event Center in Akron. We'll get you hooked up with some more tickets tomorrow. And we have some interesting uh, information on Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park. They have, uh, they have come out with uh, some information about themselves that I think a lot of their audience going to be super shocked to find that out. We'll get into that story tomorrow as well. Teresa will get you hooked up with $1,000 coming up at 1010. But let's pass out these Marilyn Manson Rob Zombie tickets. As that shows July 17th out at Blossom, we'll take caller 30 right now, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, we're done. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great afternoon. See you. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9.